Welcome back to Happily Babbly Ever After with me, Nguyen Seymour. This week, I had the privilege of doing some Zoom comedy show. Well, it was advertised as Zoom stand-up comedy, so I came in with high expectations. I figured you got audience, you got performer, you put people and performer together, one plus one. You got a show, right? Well, at least that's how I thought. With the first show, the crowd was great, but the moderator did a lousy job of running the show. For starter, the moderator didn't control the screen, so whenever someone in the audience laugh, that person take over my screen. It is so distracted for me. As I was doing my set, every three or four seconds, there would be a random person face take over my screen. And that person could be laughing, or they could just be doing random silly things that make little noise, but enough for Zoom to pick it up. That's all it takes. I'm no showbiz expert, but this is definitely not the norm a live comedy. I mean, whatever the audience laugh or make little noise here and there at live comedy show, they don't just run to my stage, grab my microphone and laugh to it and then run back to their seat. What is this? Who laugh better show? Should I expect live comedy change after the pandemic over and prepare for audience to run up to my microphone whenever they laugh? Sir, you have a very beautiful laugh. And ma'am, your laugh is just very unique. With a second Zoom um, comedy shows, the moderator did a much better job at running the show. There was no horse playing around. Whenever you perform, you get the stay fully to yourselves with no distractions of other people flying in and out. Great start, I thought. I decided for this show, I would do a social experiment by doing the same routine that I did at the local comedy club a couple weeks ago. So the set that I did at the comedy club, I had great response. So coming in, I knew it was a good set. And the room, the Zoom room was cricket, cricket. What a terrible crown. And then I realized that people was muting their mic left and right. And they not even have their camera on show. So not only I can't hear their laugh, I can't even read their body language. That's like having dead people coming to your stand-up comedy show. You can't hear their respond and you can't read their body language. You know why? It makes sense because they're dead people. They can't provide you any feedback. Ghost audience, unmute your mic, turn on the microphone. I can't hear you. I can't see you. I know the comedy club scene can be dark, but at least I can sense people. This, I can't send nothing. It's like performing at a cemetery. Do you hear me? Because I can't hear you. Laugh to me. Laugh to me. Laugh check one, two, three. And then the unthinkable thing happened. A performer computer froze in the mid of his joke, which is sad. The only way this could ever happen during live comedy show is one, the stand-up comic had a stroke. And two, the stand-up comic has a terrible stay fry that he pee in his pan and then he had a panic attack. Either way, someone call his internet provider, please, because there has been an emergency. Overall, the experience was so bad. I feel like the Zoom comedy show could just be an email instead. Better, let's just make them a newsletter so I can just read it and save me some trouble. With a third Zoom comedy show, one of the audience fall asleep during the show with his camera on. Like full on eyelid together kind of sleep. This person clearly had no shame or no regret. He's living on the edge. 
I was feeling bad for him and I was feeling bad for the other performer that had to endure this. At least at the comedy club, whenever someone falls asleep, they are in the dark. And as a performer, you don't have to witness all of that up close on camera. So you can be in denial about the whole thing. But still, man, what's the point? You pay to see a Zoom comedy show and now you're going to sleep through it? If you really was intending to sleep through a show, maybe consider not dialing in. Maybe just go to bed and save the money. What the deal here? You want to showcase your beauty sleep here? Guys, this is how eyelid close together, all right? Come on, let's just get a bed and lay on it already and log off your Zoom while you at it. I guess I should just give anybody the benefit of the doubt. The only other explanation that would fit in his scenario would be his speaker went malfunctioned during the show and all he heard was cricket. So he decided to be passive aggressive because he paid for it and couldn't hear nothing. So he just fall asleep. And if that was the case, bravo, bravo, great passive aggressive tactic. I will copy that. I just know that in the future, I won't trust a Zoom stand-up comedy ever again. At least not getting my hopes up and just make peace with it that whatever kind of comedy it is, is no stand-up comedy. The whole thing is clunky, weird, and it just unnatural. Let's just say a tradition that took bazillion years of making and mastering and still proven to work well cannot replay with some technologies as lousy as Zoom. And I don't know what people are raving about virtual meeting and virtual conference call. Have it your way. But for stand-up, the only way that I knew work well is number one, having a mic. And number two, having a stand-up comic perform in front of that mic. And number three, in front of a live audience. There's nothing that can replay true stay time. We need that face-to-face, that live experience, that instant feedback from a quality connection, not the fast food connections of Zoom and virtual conferencing call. I mean, if there are different way of doing stand-up comedy that was proven to work better than the current form, wouldn't you think comedian would rejoice after Alexander Bell invented the telephone? Wouldn't they just do phone stand-up comedy since 1854? Wouldn't a stand-up comic just phone in the room of audience and save himself the trouble of loneliness and isolation during touring, the expense on hotels and food while being away from his loved one to be on the road. Except that if he does that, he'll have a room that went on saying this. What did he say? What did he say? Was imagine that he lost his signal or run out of talk time because this guy didn't pay his telephone bill on time. Oops. We lost a comedian. I want to hear the other half of that joke so bad. Now I would never know the punchline. I talked to several producers and they all agree that Zoom comedy is something of its own category. It's clunky. It doesn't work well for our purpose. There's no way that it could ever replace the real life experience. But you know what? Desperate time call for desperate measure. Honestly, I don't know what all the buzz is about Zoom and why it stopped suddenly climbing up like Mount Everest. The other day, I had to lead a virtual meeting and my microphone suddenly went off. So people was delighted that they couldn't hear what I have to say. And by refusing to read my lip, our meeting came to a stall. And I got so frustrated because I can hear them and I can hear myself, but they 
can't hear me, or at least that's what they said. They went, "Oh, uh, I guess I we can't hear her, so we just party until she figure it out." Then I can hear you. I'm still here, and nobody party under my nose. I know a lot of people also are very super psyched about the future working from home with this whole thing going on. People are like, oh, it looks like we could do everything from home, so we should be working from home. I honestly don't get the buzz. Why are people not liking the office? Is it the best play on earth? There is an elevator, so you don't have to climb the stair. There is free air conditioning in the summer. There is free heat in the winter. Cleaning is provided free of charge, and there are. Actual people with whole body, guys, making it so much easier for you to read body language instead of just floating head on a virtual conference call. And my Nest thermostat loved it. Whenever I go to the office, whenever I leave the house, she always tried to sneak in some new saving plan for me. And when I got home and turned the temperature back to the level that I feel comfortable with, see, always being passive aggressive about it. More energy was used than planned because of your actions. Well, yeah, because I wanna live for one. Don't. Try to kill me, and don't use that blame game on me. If you can't control the air conditioning on your own, don't blame it on me. I did not sign up to be a smart thermostat. I'm just a regular Joe. It'd be terrible to always be housebound and work on the computer with floating heads. You'll forget soon that people have arms and legs. Just saying. All I'm trying to say is, 2020 seemed like a bad years for stand-up comedy, and when people became desperate, they turned to stuff like virtual comedy, which is just sad, sad, sad. Then there's this bandwidth issue, which is more kind of a blessing than an issue now, if you really think about it. After on a Zoom for over 30 minutes. My computer would gently nudge me by saying "bandwidth is low," which is a code word for "you have cheap internet. You should consider upgrading." But no, thanks. I will not upgrade. I will stay my ground. I noticed that a lot of people do these virtual lunch meeting nowadays, seeing that we all work from home and all. It's quite trendy. But it's as sad as it sounds. You eat your own lunch, and the other person on the other side of the screen, they also eat their own lunch. What are you eating, girl? It's never I'm eating a salad or something healthy. It's always like I'm eating a leftover turkey from two weeks ago. And even if it's super delicious, what is the point? It's not like you can go wanna try some of my food. Oh yeah, because you can. It's just pointless. If you're not going to share your food with me, what are we? Doing here? Why even bother to show it to me virtually? Can you just post a picture of your lunch on Instagram instead? Can this whole thing be an email? Can you just email me a picture of your lunch and save me some internet bandwidth? Everyone suddenly want to meet with you and schedule virtual meeting with you when they work from home? Can this be an email instead? Did you forget to type up an email? Can we cut this three-hour-long meeting into a fifteen-minute meeting instead? And there are people that are proud to be on virtual. Meeting all day. The other day, I was talking to a lady, and she went, "I have virtual meeting from nine till six today." In a braggy tone, my butt is dumb. I guess that there's people that was always proud how much they spent in a meeting back in the time that we was in our office, so that hasn't changed much. But still, during this time, why would you want to sit in a virtual meeting from nine to six when you could so easily come up with some excuses about your bandwidth, about your microphone, about your camera? The possibility is endless, guys. Just saying. Yeah.